Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, everyone. Just a quick disclaimer before we get into today's episode. If you follow us on Twitter, you'll know that we had a lot of technical difficulty when we recorded this episode, and it kind of resulted in some odd audio. You'll hear some weird stuff going on during the episode, but don't worry. It's minimal, and the worst of it doesn't last for more than a couple of minutes. It's still a really great episode, and we thank you for your patience, and we hope you enjoy. Thanks. to tell me what happened last episode okay so last episode here's what happened we went to a ball we met a dude his name was danzen his driver's name it was virgil then he was knows a lot about stuff about flora and fauna of the neverwinter region he's a pretty big deal so we were like hey can we hitch a ride and then we astounded him with our skills and then we got to the gala um, I didn't, oh, Juilliard did some acrobatics and I think Dartle did some juggling. And then <laughs> I, I was all like, Hey, now you're an all-star. And then everybody clapped. And then, um, we got to the gala and Dartle and Juilliard were like, Hey, we're going to go figure out some stuff at the bartender. These are weird drinks. And then they questioned the bartender and he was like, that guy distilled it. So they figured out who distilled drinks. And I was like, I'm going to check the perimeter because unlike some people, I'm taking my job seriously and not drinking (laughs) on the job and trying to investigate. Then I saw an elf woman pickpocket jewelry i saw a human man slide an envelope behind a pot i saw a young man pour something in a woman's drink pause for gasp (gasps) then a tiefling woman slid some money to one of the butlers and a nervous man slid around the corner i being a champion of women's rights decided to go up to the woman and see about her drink and let her know that it was spiked although now i'm wondering i'm like oh i bet all the drinks are spiked and they're all totally poisoned by the one dude who distilled it and she had an antidote but you know what if you're going to give someone an antidote you got to get consent first you can't just slide it in their drink and i went back and the letter slid behind the pot was gone this is a world filled of intrigue. This is a world filled of no winter because it's the never winter, never ending gala. It's Although, never winter, baby. Woo! Everyone, that's what happens when you roll a nat 20 on the history check IRL. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. Um, okay, so we'll leave it at that for the recap. It's now 1030. You know this because the party started at 10 and a giant clock hangs on the wall above the crowd. You're still in the spots where we laughed, last left you. Uh, Juilliard and Dartle, you're at the bar with your drinks. Um, and <laughs> On brand. 
<laughs> and uh, Ketsa, you're at the potted plant where you saw someone slide an envelope behind it, and it's gone now. And uh, Ketsa, I'm going to need you to roll perception. With the jumbo dice. With the jumbo dice. Uh, that wasn't good. That's a four. Uh-oh. A four? Okay. So um, I'm just going to describe to you again what you saw last episode with all those people. So, um, you saw an elf woman pickpocket a piece of jewelry off another guest. You saw the human man slide the envelope behind the potted plant, but you saw it disappear. Um, you dealt with the young man pouring something in the woman's drink. You saw a tiefling woman sliding some money to a butler. And you saw a nervous Azamar slide around a corner. Damn, I take great notes. That was, like, exactly <laughs> what I had written down. Good note-taking. And, uh... Juilliard and Dartle, let's let's go back to you for a minute. Um, what are you doing? Currently, I'm uh, I'm sipping at my drink and trying to find a suspicious activity. Like, I'm trying to be on high alert, but still look super cash, you know. Okay, Juilliard, what are you doing? Dartle, should we talk to people here? Like, should we like do some reconnaissance and just I, start working the crowd? I feel like well, you're more the crowd working type. The crowd would probably step on me, so I'm gonna I'm gonna do the reconnaissance. <laughs> you do the crowd working. Well, what did we even do? I mean, it's not like I'm going to, like, get up on a table and start making, like, broad announcements. I think it's more just, like, we chit-chat the local. Chit-chat the local? We can chit-chat yeah. a local. All right. Are there any locals around I can <laughs> chit-chat? <laughs> well, I mean, not a local. I mean, no one here is really a local. I mean, like, this is our only time. Okay, so like, important and famous as people. you're discussing this, <clears throat> there is a gnome that stumbles up to you. He's blazing drunk, and he's... He's dressed like a prince, and he says, Oh, hello, sirs! Cheers to the night! And he raises his drink between the two of you. Uh, I raise my drink as well. Hello, my friend! I am... Wait, shoot, did we... Hold up. I'm gonna, like, look at Juilliard and, like, whisper something. Did we choose aliases for this? Uh, you're Schmartle Wime Keg. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> we're not doing that. <laughs> Uh, you uh, mean yes and? Yes and you're Willie R. Jokin. You're right. <laughs> I am Willie R. Jokin. Oh no. I um I'm gonna look at the prince, prince and be like, I I am. I already forgot the name. Whatever. Good to see you, my friend. Remember we went we went to gnome school together. Ah yes, gnome school. I remember. Yeah, you um weren't you prom prince? Prom prince, ah, yes. As you can see, I've upgraded to a full real prince. And he, like, shows off his clothing. Uh, Dartle gives, like, a good belly laugh. Like, oh, funny. And he just downs his drink. So, Juilliard, come on. So while he's downing his drink, I'm going like, to look at uh, uh, Juilliard. I'm like, hey, all right, we got to get some information out of this guy. He's drunk. He can tell us anything. Hey, uh, I don't mean to be rude, but you never introduced yourself. What can I call you? My name is Prince Daggleby. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. What was that name? Prince Daggleby? I thought you said Dartleby, and I was like, distant cousin? No, not Dartleby. <laughs> Daggleby. All right, well, it's nice to meet you. Um, where do you come from? I came all the way from Waterdeep. I know it was such a long journey. And he says that, and like... You know from, like, knowing the terrain that that is not a long journey at all. You guys, like, went ha- halfway across the map, and he went, like, up a couple miles. <laughs> well, I mean, relative so distance, though. I mean, <laughs> that's, like, 300 no miles. 
Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, everything is so grand. I just love Neverwinter at this time of the year. Can I, um, can I just, could I like to be able to tell if he's faking, like, feigning drunkness, he's hiding something for me, from me? Like, something seems odd. You're asking if you can tell if he's faking? Yeah, or, like, maybe if, like, he's he's hiding something or he's he's maybe feigning the drunkenness or there's just something going on or maybe if the drunk uh, is affecting him differently or is, or maybe he is. an investigation check. It'd be a, a, a what check? Investigation. Oh, investigation. Gotcha. All right, here we go, boys. Ten plus investigation. Uh, that's a fourteen. Um. Okay, that's high enough that you can tell that you know he's not faking. You can smell the alcohol in his breath. Um, he's really drunk, and he seems to be like at least he believes in his own mind that he's a prince. Whether he is or not <laughs> is still up to interpretation. <laughs> are, are we sure he's a prince, Drillard? I think it kind of doesn't matter. Let's just like treat him as if he's a prince and go from there. Oh, that's a good plan. All right, what do we do? Uh, prince, uh, da- Daggleby. Daggleby. <laughs> Excuse me, I had something caught my throat there. <laughs> prince Daggleby. Um, I noticed that you're without company. Would you like us to be your entourage for the Neverwinter's Ball? Good move. Entourage? I've never had an entourage before. You're pr- whatever. <laughs> well, let us be your first and for this night only entourage. <laughs> See, the thing is that we're supposed to be here getting to know all the, you know, who's to knows in favor, right. right? And the best way to do that is if we, you know, tag along with an actual prince. So what do you say? Why don't we chat up some of these uh, famous people here? I think that's a foolproof plan. I hold up my glass to clink. <laughs> I, I, I toast uh, Dartle and then down the rest of my, uh, I think, blue drink is what I got. Yeah, I got the other color, yeah. Um, He says, oh, that sounds wonderful. Name your price. Oh, we get paid? Um, <laughs> oh, uh, at least. Uh, uh, what would... Is this extortion? I don't really require much, but what do you know about the purveyor of these drinks? Have you known, like, anyone who's setting up the party? Oh, it's a committee every year that sends out the invitations. They, uh, they find a sponsor for the event, and they, they, um, they pick Faerun's finest, who they believe should, uh, come to this party, and they send out invitations every year. Who's sponsoring it this year? Oh, why, it's none other than Lionel Goldwyn, of course. Lionel Goldwyn. Don't tell me you haven't heard of Lionel Goldwyn. I know all about him. You know, he was, um, I used to sit next to him, and Juilliard knows him. Uh, I've read about him a little bit, um, but my memory is a little bit hazy, and you know, this drink's kind of getting to me. Um, so I'd much, I'd much rather hear your, well... If you know any rumors about him, I mean, I'd love to hear. Oh, well, I don't know much about him other than he's right over there. And he points at the same half orc that you that the bartender pointed at earlier. Oh, so he's the sponsor and he's the only one selling drinks. This smells like something we should know about. Ooh. <laughs> Excellent. Well, maybe we should uh, maybe we should go and talk to him. Have you met him before? 
Oh no, I've never gotten the chance to speak with him before, and it's almost an impossible task. So, um, let's jump over to, um, Kitsa. Let's jump over to, to your perspective. <laughs> okay. Um, first of all, I just want to make it clear that I'm not drinking anything, because, you know, I'm working, so we can't, we can't, you know, dull the senses on the job. Um... I would like to, do I still see the, so I'm at the letter. I don't see any sign of the person who dropped the letter off, do I? No, you don't. Okay. Do I see the elf woman anywhere, the one who stole jewelry? Actually, I'm going to try and find that Azamar who's, uh, I'm going to go behind whatever corner they went behind. Okay. Um, so he kind of slid around a back corner um, all the way on the other side of the room. You walk over there, you walk through the crowd, and um, it's it takes kind of a long time since there are so many people, but um, you eventually get to the other side of the room, and you turn around the corner where you saw him, and as soon as you turn the corner, he meets you face to face, and he says, so you are the backup that they sent, huh? Huh? You are the backup that they sent. Uh, could you be a little more specific? So, just to describe him a little bit, he um, is kind of weird looking. He's tall, he has silver skin with dark hair sticking up in a bunch of different directions. He looks, like, really out of place. You you guys may feel like you're out of place, but he really looks out of place. He He's wearing a suit that's just a little bit too big for him. He's nervous, and he's looking around in all different directions. And, uh... Yeah, he's he's just, uh, he seems wired, and he seems to know who you are. Um, could I ask your name? My name? My name is Migos. Migo? But that's not really not important. How about I know your name? My name is Kitsa. You can call me Kit. Um, how do you know, uh, why I'm here? Because I'm the one that called in the tip, of course. Oh, how did you find out? What Do you have any more information? All I know is that something fishy's going on, and I need to get to the bottom of it. I don't really know what, but I know that there's something. How, how do you have this? Is it just like a vibe, just like a feeling? Are you like... Did someone tell you? Did you see something? Do you know something? Or do you just like, hey, I just feel like something's going down, you know, on, at the gala on whatever night. I mean, you can't see it? There's weird stuff happening all around us. Are your eyes even open? I mean, I saw weird stuff, but I've never really been to one of these before, so I don't know, like, what kind of weird stuff is weird stuff and what kind of weird stuff's like, uh, you know, regular weird stuff. Wait a minute. Hold on a second. How do I know you're the real deal? Well, you're the one who came up to me and told me who I was. Yeah, I know, but how do I know that you're qualified to be the backup that I requested? Um, what do you need me to do? How do I need to prove- I don't- wait, I don't have to prove anything to you, sir. I put my hands on my hip and presumably look up at him, probably pretty, pretty like, <laughs> I know I was hired to do a job. I got an invitation to do a job and whether or not you think I'm qualified has no bearings on my ability to do so, mister. And frankly, I have no idea who you are at all other than what you say. How do I know you're qualified to be giving out tips? 
From the background, well, some random guest just handle... goes, yes, queen. <laughs> <laughs> if I was qualified to handle the situation, I don't think I would have called backup. Would I have? Man, you know, I really don't know your life, but that sounds right. I, you know, Kitsa, you said your name was, I really do want to trust you. Why don't you just show me something you can do that will make me believe you. The, make, that'll make me believe that you have the guts to take whatever's coming to us. Okay. I cast Mage Hand and start making shadow puppets. <laughs> of all the things you could have done. If only the guild like like had like membership cards or like pocket watches or something. <laughs> and well, I I can do more. It's just I don't want to make like too much noise. I use thaumaturgy to like augment my voice and like make my eyes turn black. And I say, "This is Mephistopheles, the Bunny King," and it's like a little shadow puppet mage hand. <laughs> Across, I was wondering, <laughs> and then I'm like, a oh, oh my god, that's that's a real wombo combo of party tricks. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, he's like scared of you now, like, he's like kind of like cowering in the corner. Um, and I say, it's okay, but, you don't have uh, to be scared, he's just pretend. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, um, and my mom says that things that I pretend don't need to scare us. <laughs> <laughs> So he uh, he says, "All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I guess I guess uh, you are the real deal." Uh, Bonafide. So I'll tell you what I know. All I know is that that guy over there, and he points to the half orc that kids that you have not seen been pointed out to you yet. He points over there, and he he points over to him, and he says, "That man over there is." named Lionel Goldwyn. And he's a sponsor for the gala tonight. But have you ever heard of him? Have I? Oh, no, you haven't heard of him. Uh, no, I mean, like, the name sounds familiar, but I don't know. <clears throat> and he says, no, you haven't heard of him, because nobody's heard of him. Ain't that a little bit fishy to you? That does seem, that does seem kind of sketch. So, so this random dude, and and he's, like, in charge of this? Is that what you said? He's sponsoring. He's sponsoring. So the sponsor just comes out of nowhere. Lots of money, Jay Gatsby style. And no one knows what's going on? Well, see, that's the weird part. Because everyone seems to know who he is all of a sudden. I thought you said no one knew who he was. I'm very confused right now. So if you ask anyone outside of this party if they know who Lionel Goldwyn was, I don't think you'd be able to get a straight answer. But if you know, if you ask anybody in here, they'll say that they've been a big fan of his for years. Oh, well, sometimes rich people just lie about that kind of thing. Or, and then Kitsa gets like super excited. She's like, is it like a magic spell? Did he use like magic and everyone thinks they know who he is now? Or is it just rich Maybe. people being like that? Money I'm is not some sure. kind of magic, if you really think about it. That's something that I'm trying to figure out on my own. You see, when you look over at Lionel, he's got, like, a crowd of, like, Migos is right. He's, like, he's got a whole crowd of people around him, and it seems like it would be impossible to, to get up to him, because he's also got 
two big bodyguards behind him, but there's just, like, people are just jumping at the chance to be able to get to talk to him. It seems like it would be impossible. That sounds like a challenge. <laughs> if only there was a dwarf and a dragonborn, and, or not a dwarf, and two gnomes and a dragonborn that could clear a space really quick. I don't know <laughs> how they would do that or, like, what type of forceful personalities they'd have to have. But... <laughs> Sounds like they're um, doing like a bad joke. Two gnomes, the dragonborn, walk into a party. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to your regularly scheduled mineral announcements. It's your host and your favorite DM, Hannah. So it's been a long two weeks since our start of our hiatus, but you guys have been continuing your support even through our dry period, and that's been so awesome. And because of all that support, our podcast is at a thousand plays, which is so cool. And uh, to celebrate this, we're going to be doing, we are doing, a giveaway on our Twitter page. We're giving away a set of Juilliard-themed dice and a free item from our merch store. The rules are on our social media pages. You can find on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Guildfellows. So you can go check it out and enter. Uh, We have a lot of reviews for today since we've been gone for two weeks. We have a couple five-star reviews on iTunes. So the first one is from Mr. Nelson 007, who says, delightful. This is honestly just a fun time and one of my favorite D&D podcasts. So thank you, Mr. Nelson 007. That's very nice of you to say. Uh, Second one is from Shy Ray Ray, who says, most fun D&D podcast. Thank you very much. And the last one is from Dylan292, who says, listen to this awesome podcast. Thank you very much, guys. And if you leave us a five-star review, along with a note on iTunes, you will get a shout-out on the show. A special thank you to Kyle Lawhorn for doing today's guest voice work. He has his own podcast called Prepare to Die. It's a Dark Souls-inspired D&D actual play podcast, which is pretty dang cool. You can find it on iTunes, Spotify, and Podbean by searching Prepare to Die. Uh, You can support our podcast by visiting our Patreon page and becoming a patron. There are tier levels for pledges from $1 to $100. You can also support us through our merch store, which you can find at teespring.com slash stores slash guildfellows. We have a bunch of cool stickers and shirts that you can check out and wear and put on your things. (laughs) lastly we just want to say thank you to every listener out there if you've listened to all our episodes or you're just now jumping in with this one thank you so much and enjoy the rest of the episode have i told you guys about anchor if you haven't heard about it let me explain it's the easiest way to make a podcast it's a free app that you can find in your phone's app store it gives you creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast straight from your phone or your computer let it be known that you don't need a professional setup to start a podcast anchor distributes your podcast for you so it can be heard on spotify apple podcasts and tons of other platforms you can make money from your podcasts with no minimum listenership It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. We use Anchor for our podcasts, and as the one who edits and posts our episodes, it honestly makes my job so much easier. I really and truly love it. If you're looking to start your own podcast, I highly recommend using Anchor to do so. You can download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So let's jump back over to um, <clears throat> Juilliard and Dartle. So we were trying to make our way to the uh, to Goldwyn. Yeah, with Daggleby. Is that what his name is? What is I it? I think you added an S. I think it's just Daggleby. Daggleby. Okay. Daggleby. 
so yeah, um, you're with him. So there's an orchestra in the back of this room that has been playing music ever since you walked in. And um, while you, the three of you are with your respective non-player characters, um, you realize that the orchestra music is slowly fading out. And after a few moments, it's completely gone. After a few seconds of silence, the orchestra begins to play a waltz. And the room naturally begins to clear as people pair up and begin ballroom dancing to a song. Is the orchestra made of orcs? <laughs> it's an orchestra. <laughs> okay, sorry. Uh, back on track. I'm going to roll psychic damage for that one. <laughs> um, right, so we got we to gotta blend in. I could, okay, um, can I search around frantically for a gnome-sized gnome partner? partner? <laughs> You're looking for a dance partner? Yes, who's not possibly going to throw up on me like this prince. Um, for you or for Daggleby? Uh, uh, for me. Okay. Um, no, all of the all of the short gnome and dwarf women are are taken. This is really just like my real life. <laughs> it's getting. I'm gonna have a relationship. All right. Um, Juilliard, I I'm gonna take care of the prince. You you blend in. Oh, uh, yeah, of, of course. Um, DM Han, is there a balcony or a second second floor where I can like observe the dance floor? Yes, there is a second floor upstairs that you can that is easy access. So you can just walk right up there. Okay, I'm gonna walk to the second floor and like look down on all the ballroom dancers and see if I can spot anything like out of the ordinary. Gonna Gatsby it. Yeah, I'm gonna Gatsby it. <laughs> Um, okay. Yeah, you do that. Kitsa, what are you doing? Um, do I see... What has Lionel done since the music started playing? Um, so he's still within the crowd of people, but they're starting to disperse a little bit. And if you're watching him, you see uh, one of his bodyguards lean down and whisper into his ear. And uh, he kind of, like, waves to the crowd around him, and they start leaving and going up the opposite staircase that uh Juilliard went up okay so how far away am I from that am I I'm on the other side of the room yeah you're across the room okay I would like to ask Migo that's his name right Migos yeah Migos um I'd like to ask um if they would like to waltz me across the room so that way I can get to the other staircase and do some uh, you know, spy, backup, work, security stuff. Okay. Um, so you ask him that? How do you ask him that? Um, okay. Well, then, in that case, I think we need to keep uh, an eye on this Lionel Goldwyn dude. Uh, do you think maybe you could help me, like, waltz across the room? Because I just think with the dance floor open now, it'll just be quicker to go across that way than trying to weave my way through the crowd. Also, someone here is pickpocketing people, and I do not want to risk that. Um, he says, I'm not really into short chicks, but all right, I guess. Whoa. whoa, whoa. And, uh... <laughs> I could dance with any person in this place, Okay. He says, all right, all right, just keep your voice down. And uh, he takes you and he waltzes you out in the middle of the dance floor. Am I seeing this? 
Yeah, like uh, yeah, you <laughs> I definitely yeah, you have a bird's eye view. Because like I, I, I was, I'm looking, I'm trying to seek out Lionel with uh, our friend Dagleby. So like, am I like watching this happen? Because I would like to follow. <laughs> Um, yeah, you're all, like, Juilliard and Dartle, you can see everything that's going on. Like, um, since there's a, uh, like, the crowd has kind of dispersed and it's not as thick as it was before, there's kind of, like, a, a makeshift dance area in the middle, um, that's going on. You, uh, you can see most things that are happening. All right, I'm gonna grab the prince and, uh, see if I can waltz my way <laughs> to follow Kitsa and somebody I do not know. Uh, and... I'm leading, by the way, in the waltz. No, that was never misunderstood. Okay. <laughs> we all knew that. <laughs> Tartle, you're dancing with Daggleby? Yes. Hopefully okay. we're doing well. I don't know how well we're doing, but I, I hope we're doing all right to where people aren't, like, staring. Juilliard oh, is staring, and he's memorizing this because he knows he's never going to get material like this ever again. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Donald, remember that time you dry, like got drunk and waltzed with a gnome prince in Neverwinter? <laughs> um, uh, both of you, both you, uh, Kitsa and Dartle, roll performance checks. Oh, man. I don't think I have the best performance. I don't, actually. Fuck. Um, ooh, ooh. We did not roll well. I, oh, I, that's the best. That is a solid six. I this dice is just not being nice to me. I mean, it's huge. You can't like huge. properly rattle it. Yeah, it's a six, and I don't know what Dartle got. I got a five. Oh man, so neither of you are very graceful about this. It's because he's so tall, and I'm trying to lead, and so, like, my arm's on his shoulder. I can't, like, properly push, and he doesn't seem like he knows to dance either, and I'm a little rattled. He's not He's not super nice, so it's a it's a little awkward getting my, across the floor. My partner is juiced out of his mind. Like, come on. Like, I could literally be dancing with the Stars champion, but paired with this guy, there's nothing I can do. Well, you got two left feet, so. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> When in doubt, blame your partner. <laughs> Healthy relationships, guys. So, yeah. So, you guys kind of trip your way across the dance floor. Um, and it takes you too long, um, Kitsa, and you can't catch up to him. So, you he is upstairs, and he uh, you watch it. You can still see him because the second floor is pretty visible from the dance floor. Um, he disappears into a, the corner room, <clears throat> the corner room upstairs. Um, okay. Do I see Juilliard upstairs? Yeah, you can see Juilliard on the other side. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to try and like wave and see if I can get Juilliard's attention. Okay. Um, is there... <laughs> A role that I can make you do for that. Maybe performance or. I mean, I have a bird's eye view persuasion? of the dance floor. If I see kids. Or he could just roll a perception check to see how well he's paying attention to the floor. <laughs> when you're really bad at dancing, just call it animal handling <laughs> and then it'll work uh, out. Yeah. Yeah, we'll just say you wave to him. Uh, here, um, Juilliard, make a perception check. That's how we'll do it. 
Um, I got a 19. Oh, yeah, you definitely see her, of course. Um, yeah, you see her. Okay, so I, like, I, like, tip my hand to her, like, in acknowledgement, like, hey, I see you. I am going to mime, um, that there is a person, and I do, like, squiggly up and down with my hand, and point to the upper room, and then point at Juilliard. I have one, my left hand down, and my right hand, like, where my finger's moving, walk, and then point to the room that the dude is in. Okay, Juilliard, roll in, uh, roll intelligence to see if you decipher that. Me? <laughs> oh, God. I mean, how would I not? Okay, fine. Do you I speak infernal? That might help. I use little tusks make half-orc. You know, I use my fingers <laughs> to, like, make it little half-orc tusks. Intelligence? You're making me roll? Okay. Um, I get a 12. I hope that that meets it. <laughs> There's a spider yeah, well, going up. <laughs> yeah, we'll say you get most of it with that. Um, you're just not sure which room she went for, for clarification, I, like, mime, like, a lion's mane around my head and then do the orc tusks again. Yeah, and then I do double thumbs up. Okay. So, Juilliard starts, like, slinking as best as he can on the balcony towards the room that Lionel went into with the intent to listen through the, the keyhole. And I'd like to keep an eye on the floor from where I am to see if anyone else is making moves. Okay, um, so Juilliard, when you're up there, you see there's a sign on every door that says room keys must be received from host. Mm. There's a bunch of room. I don't remember if I described this in my description last episode, but um, there's a bunch of rooms upstairs, and that's pretty much all there is. Um, yeah, and you see some people going in and out of them. But on each on each door, it says room keys must be received from host. Huh. Okay, so I can't get into it unless well, and this is unlocked, but there probably isn't more than one copy of a key. Juilliard's saying this to himself. Um, are there any like adjacent rooms to it? Like, is there like a door that's like really close to it, like to the left or to the right? To which door? There's a bunch of doors. So is there like a room directly next to the room that? orc bro went into so the top floor is basically just like a long hallway that like wraps itself around the building because remember i kind of described the uh the the first floor as kind of just like a big open room so think of like the second floor as just kind of like a landing with a huge hole in the middle where the hallway wraps around it Sort of like a, a hotel lobby, like a big hotel lobby, I guess, if there were only two floors. Okay. Um, so, Juilliard tries to listen through the keyhole of the door that um, Lionel went through. So, Juilliard tries to eavesdrop on Lionel by, like, pressing his ear up to the door. Or, like, by, like, standing next to the door and, like, trying to, like, listening. Okay. So, there, um, there is a bodyguard standing by the door that uh lionel went into and uh he approaches you and he says hey what are you doing i said i'm just perusing the upstairs what are you doing big guy you can't be here why is that this is a private room that has already been reserved does it look like i'm in the private room that's already been reserved 
You're invading on this person's privacy. Really? Because you're invading my personal privacy. Is there any reason why I should be suspicious of what you're doing up here, accosting random strangers in the hallway? All right, pal, I don't have time for your mind games. And he kind of pushes you away. Um, how? What race and or character is this person? He's just a giant man. <laughs> okay. Like, are we talking like The Rock or are we talking like... Like Andre? <laughs> yeah, like he's built. Like he's he's built. Okay. So this is something that would realistically shove a dragonborn. Okay. I say, take it easy there, pal. We don't want to get any of the other guards involved here. Listen, I'll go my way, and you stand here being suspicious by your door, all right? And he says, okay, just stay away. Okay. Um, Juilliard is going to go try to find a desk to get a key to the rooms. Okay, so... Um, wait, are there... Wait, saw when you walked in... Before that, are there, like... Are the rooms, like, numbered? Yes, yeah, so that was room number one. You you saw whenever you walked in that the host was walking downstairs, or the host was uh, downstairs by the uh, the entrance. And so you're you're gonna head down there, right? Yeah. Okay. So um, as you're walking downstairs, you um, you hear that the waltz is over, and um, the room applauds and they kind of get back into their crowded formation right and so you are um with kid you the three of you are kind of together with migos at the bottom we'll say that you um just pass by each other wherever you happen to be and um all of a sudden you see that lionel comes back out of his room with um with two of his bodyguards and he begins to walk downstairs. After a moment, you hear some commotion coming from the crowd. And some of them are kind of pointing to him, to, like trying to see if they're going to be able to get to talk to him. And uh, as he comes down the stairs, you see Lionel head for the stage that the orchestra is up on. It's up on like a raised, raised stage. And um, he is stepping up on it. And he's looking like he's getting ready to speak. Lionel is up on stage, and he begins his speech. Ladies and gentlemen, people of all races, classes, and creeds, I want to be the first to personally welcome you to Neverwinter's Neverending Gala. For those of you who don't know me, my name is Lionel Goldwyn. The crowd applauds wildly. To my friends and family, I've always been known as an entertainer. I've known it since I was a little boy. I was born to make people happy. That ambition has followed me my entire life. Up to this very night. Tonight, I'm going to tell you a story. You see, when I was a boy, my father abandoned my mother and I. As a young child, of course, this brings some disappointing thoughts into your mind. Did I do something wrong? Where did he go? Was it my fault? But this is something that I dealt with. Something that I grew out of over time. The thing that affected me the most was seeing the sadness inside my mother. I hated it. The only thing I wanted more than anything was to see her happy. I would sing, dance, play music, even pretend to be a knight saving her from evil. Anything I could do to see her smile. 
She was the most important thing in my life. My mother passed away five years ago. I still miss her every day. She turned me into what you see in front of you tonight. A spokesman, an entrepreneur, and, most importantly, an entertainer. Tonight, I am debuting my premium line, Lionheart Liquor, designed and crafted with my mother's memory in mind. It warms my heart and soul to know that I get to give its first run with the world's hand-chosen few, Faerun's finest. Meeting all of you tonight and helping her memory live on through this event is something I couldn't ever have dreamed of. It is my absolute pleasure to be tonight's sponsor for this event. Before I go, I must say thank you. Thank you for making my dream come true. And he raises his glass and he says, To Loretta. The crowd lifts up their cups and echoes to Loretta, and they drink. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.